Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. By the way, I've got two tickets for the game today. Anybody want them? <laughs> uh, you can't give them away to the audience. You have to right. give them away to somebody that works these here. Guys. Yeah. You want to go, Em? Anybody want to go? Uh, you're, you're in, you're in post-COVID, Blazers. yeah. It's a good game. I'll uh, take them. By the way, Greg, who, who just scored? Uh, uh, Mace. Mason, I'll Mace. take him. Mace, oh, Mace got him. You'll go, yeah. Mace? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give him. i got friends that are huge Laker fans who have never been there before. Okay, yeah, let me go. When you, let me, uh, well, text I'll give me. You his, I'll give you his email. Oh, you, want his, you want his cell. So no, text, text me your friend's cell and, and uh, name. All right, oh, John, yeah, you want to take us through what just happened right here? All right, so Bergman, who or Emily, who scored? Uh, Saudi Arabia scored. So Mexico's screwed, right? Yeah, Basically. so it's 2-1 two, two, Mexico, but goal differential-wise, they're screwed. And they they got, two there's goals. two minutes to go. The, the reason this is so fascinating is I think that if we asked all four of us, name three players on Mexico and name three players on Saudi Arabia, we're 0 for 6. We're not coming up with any of these. Carlos Vega. Vela, Vela, first of all. Even so I know you, that. Yeah, yeah so you don't even Vela know. Lou, the guy, Lou Vega the was a the musician. Biggest, <laughs> the biggest star in a team that plays two minutes from here. Yeah, well, that was awesome. I had right. the V right. Yeah. <laughs> That's my point. Yet, driving in here, I could not turn it off. Mm. Bergman was so excited. He's talking about picking names out of a bowl. <laughs> Travis is talking about big Ds, which I've never heard no, him talk throwing about before. D. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, what is happening here? We, and none of us can turn it off. Michael told me before this thing started, I'm not going to be able to turn it off. And you were right, man. But did that idiot, I mean, Travis over there <laughs> says that this is not the world's greatest or most popular sporting event. No, 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 no. Hold on. You, that's what you no, said. Is, don't you, back, Michael, don't backpedal like Deion Sanders now trying to cover Jerry Rice. <laughs> I agree with you that it's the most popular. It's not the greatest sporting event to me. To the world. Fine. Are you the world? <laughs> I, to, in my world, yes. In my world, this is exciting. But the second this is over, what do you think I'm so- good. What do you think? So, so May, I'm a little jealous of Mason, yeah. even though he's been sick. Mace, you've been at home. You've been yep. kind of holed up. But have you been watching these games? Yeah, I've been watching all the games. I've I have too. All the games. I have, it's I, like wallpaper in my house. I have, the Hallmark Channel has been benched in favor of the world. The Baywatch yeah, Channel where, has been iced. Where for are you going to get days. your Christmas spirit now that the Hallmark Channel? Well, is Well, Michael off. and I are back on the road uh, <laughs> starting tomorrow, so I can uh, load up there. There you go. You've but, watched them all, Mace. I've been watching it. It's on all the time. Uh, when they're playing, the, the games are on. I, unfortunately, I wish they weren't starting so early because I never Start am like up, 1 as you know. Well, the USA I, I game on Saturday seven, starts seven like 7 in the morning, yeah. right? Yeah, well, Michael, the good news is we'll be uh, in D.C. or Milwaukee, 10. and so for us it'll be 10 o'clock. Yeah. But we'll weirdly, weirdly been, I also watched the uh, the FIFA documentary, finally. I think everybody else has watched it by now. Oh, my God, that is like Crooked a as the day is long. Holy, just envelopes and, full of money. And by the, and by the way, so, so that's obvious. It. That, that's it. Mexico's game just ended, so Argentina wins the group. Poland is the runner-up, and Mexico is out, yep. and that coach is getting gassed. I, I mean, Mace, what are you yeah. supposed to do when FIFA comes to Qatar? No, Qatar comes to FIFA and says, listen, we'll pay you $7 billion to host the cup. What are you supposed to do? Well, it doesn't work like that, Michael. The way it actually mean? works is that the FIFA uh, organizers, FIFA goes to each individual voter and says, here's an envelope full of money. Vote for us. So they're bribing each of these countries uh, Here's a million and, and, and a half for this way, vote. Here's a million and a half for that vote. And Michael, That's it's not just money. It. There's, uh, yes. shall I say, self-employed models, oh. <laughs> or as Michael Irvin would say. So how are you supposed to fight <laughs> friends that, of the program? <laughs> yes, friends of the program are involved. <laughs> so Mace, it's nothing you can do to fight that, right? No, there is a way to. You fight. hire honest there people. Is. Uh, yeah, of course they're <laughs> what you, honest you, people. First you, of all, they're they're giving these people money. They're giving these countries money for the betterment of the game in their country. And those people that get it are using it for the betterment of themselves. Yeah, but yes. is it? But Mace, it's let's an be investment. honest here. In in the case of Qatar, 
it's, it's a lot like with live golf. Isn't there sports washing going on here? Of course oh, there yeah, is. There's no question. And, yeah. and, and that's why they went out and did it and did it the way they did. And, you know, and the IOC, I don't, uh, you know. Yeah, not much IOC, better. IOC, FIFA, they're both <laughs> They're awful. the same guys. Yeah. I mean, the Salt Lake City games were bought by, uh, by Salt Lake City. Uh, there's a reason the games were in China and China and Russia and all those. It's because of the dough. It's because of the money. But and it's because they go around and they bribe the individual voters. They say, hey, CONCACAF guy, I'll give you this amount of money if you vote for us. Mace, were, you, were, you, were you in that documentary, were you surprised by anything? Because I, I think I agree. I, I think there's a, it's kind of known. Not that it's okay, but it's known. So I'm watching this documentary. I'm saying to myself, yeah, I can see that happening uh, in, in a lot well, of sports. Yeah, I can see that happening with corporations. Yeah, I can that, see that that's happening it. with. So they had the FIFA documentary that you're talking about, Mace. Um, I don't know how many of you guys listen to the, it's daily, on Netflix, the, the daily podcast from New York Times, right? Yeah. Every day they take one topic. They spend 10, 15, 20 minutes on it. And the one that was a couple of days ago was, hey, did you guys know that Qatar bought the World Cup? It's like, yeah. I mean, this the, the, is the, this the, is the, the way correct that it's professional gone. response to that is. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How Duh much? Is probably better than yeah. yeah along. So you you guys will be in the east. So at ten o'clock. Yeah, not a big deal. We might be on a plane. We have had the worst luck with travel this year, Michael. Uh. My guess is right when that game gets good is we're going to be in the air and our stupid Wi-Fi uh. won't work and we'll be screwed. We'll be or you go here. leaving from DC at yeah. that point? No, no, no. We're in Milwaukee. We play Friday night in Milwaukee, and on Saturday we fly. So we're probably oh, going to be right. in the that's air going off. to D.C. That's a day off. Okay. Um, but I haven't looked. What, do you, have you looked at what time that flight is? I, uh, I think at 3 o'clock. Well, that would help. I mean, then so we, then we Argentina and Poland advance to the round of 16. What's that mean for Mexico? They're, They're out. out. And out. Wait, where's Jorge? I thought I, thought I saw him. Uh, in here. He, he sobbing. I think this yeah. is, I think what really stings for Mexico, he's he's a Mexican-American, so he would, he would be able to back me up on this. Um, what's really going to get them is that we made it out of the round of 16 and they mm. didn't. To be Is that our rival? Is, well, is our number one yeah. rival Mexico? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mexico is a soccer is a gigantic sure. deal. No, and, I get that. And yeah. here uh, it's like the no, fifth no, no. sport when on they, the totem when they pole. They play each other. It's a lot of hatred yeah. between the two. And and so for us to be like the fifth sport and we're moving on and for them to put all their resources into it and not until today they haven't even scored a goal. And they say Jeez. this this coach who didn't win a game at the World Cup whose birthday was Sunday, his birthday present is, you're, you're fired. fired. Yeah. Unreal. So they're going to probably bring in a, a, a coach who isn't Mexican to Can to we beat the Netherlands? Is that a yes. one in a million? Is it a one in ten? What is it? Well, we're the youngest team left. But, you know, Michael mentioned Johan oh. Cruyff when he was Cruyff. reading that thing. Yeah. yeah. He, Cruyff, that's, uh, I was in Ireland for the World Cup in 1976, and Cruyff led his team all the way to the final. Um, wow. That the year. thing you got to watch, though, is the Netherlands has a reputation for being the biggest floppers in the world. <laughs> they are the ultimate floppers. They yeah. flop constantly. Trav loves that part flopping. of the game. Why don't we send Vlade Divac over there to <laughs> play for coach us? Him up. Yeah. yeah, Travis, you better stop disrespecting the greatest player on the planet today, Lionel Messi. Oh, Deep in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Everything is AYSO. I literally would pay money to hear you do a whole show as Messi. <laughs> yeah, if you would do it. Okay, well, make me an offer. I, I tried to do one segment as Mad Dog Russo and lost my voice for three days. If you did messy, your messy voice for a whole show, I don't think you come back from it. <laughs> don't do Mad Dog during I, I, the Lakers season. Well, first wait, of all, here, here's the, the first thing that would have to happen for this to go down. Yeah. You would have to be my co host that day. Oh, I would love Because it. Al has. Abs- not only does he not have. He actively hates it. Oh, I, so, I'm the exact opposite. It's my like one of my. Messy, it's I like Mason right. doing his dog voice. I can't get enough of you're it. Trying, yeah. So you're telling us that's how Messi talks to his wife when he wants to, you know, his have mother. No, to his wife when he has wants to when he when he wants magic. to break out the big D. Yeah, is that how yeah. he talks to? Hey, honey, honey. honey. <laughs> is, that, is that the way he talks, Travis? Come on. First of all, we're talking about Saudi Arabia's defense. Yeah, I just you, like, you said I, that's some big D right there that we're watching. Throwing a lot of D, well. I believe. <laughs> so when Messi goes to an Argentinian restaurant, wants yes. to order a steak, how does yes. he order it? <laughs> I feel a little bit like a jukebox. Right? I'll take the ribeye. I'd like it medium, and I want mac and cheese on the side. With a little bit of veggie, and I want some ice cream before the meal starts. Does he have a higher voice than his wife? Apparently. I just feel like that's, I don't think I've ever heard him talk. I just feel like this is what it would sound like. I need to learn Spanish. He's talked about wanting to squeeze his cheeks. He's pats him on the head. You know who has has a deceptively high voice? 
Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he yeah. Does. And, talk. yeah. and a little froggy. Twice. Yeah, yeah. Twice. a little, little of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that you funny. like it. So, I'm yeah. glad how, it's how, if Messi was a quarterback, how would he call it the sickness? That would be awesome. That's pretty good. If you had a quarterback who had to call the the, the cadence <laughs> right. and and had a really super high pitched voice, there was a Seinfeld. Ridiculous. There was a Seinfeld episode, the high talker, where where the guy oh, sounded yeah, 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 like yeah, the girl, yeah. and so Jerry would call the apartment and say, "Hey, Susan, it's Jerry." <laughs> and he get all offended. Yeah, Travis. Yeah. Mason, where do you come out on Messi? Uh, I love the Messi impression Thank personally. You. I, I yeah. like I like most impressions. People who are trying to do stuff like Sleewood, Do you have any impressions? Do you have like one in the in the holster? Yeah, right he does yeah. Cody Bellinger. He does. He, no, yeah. you Cody's Sliwa. my guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. does a Siri impression. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah go, go with Cody. Cody's good. Bellinger is the one. Just yeah. a high somebody who's completely stoned. Cody out Bellinger of their mind. watching the end of Saudi Arabia, what Mexico. Is, so are we out? Is that it? <laughs> so what do we do now? Do we stay in Qatar or do we go back to Mexico City? Just a high. Just somebody high. Yeah. Did you guys see that, that one? That one story that before we played Iran, that they told the Iran players, if you disrespect. The regime, like if you wear any armband, or don't or, sing the anthem, and if you don't sing the anthem, we will torture your family. No. Yeah, that's a true story. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They told they, somebody made that up. No, 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 that's no. true. They said, and, and, fact, and, they, and apparently it's like been proven by six oh different people. Gosh. Yeah, it's because they did it once. Remember, they didn't sing the anthem right. in the, the opener, time. right, Mace? Uh, and then they got a really stern warning and said, "Look, we know you're where say. your family lives," and and they basically, Jeez. you know, clammed up at that. Well, point. Michael, wasn't there a, a, a Colombian defenseman that let an own goal in and Andres, they killed him? Andres Escobar went to a nightclub, got against into the Americans, argument, got to an Amer- uh, argument in uh, in. Uh, Columbia, what's the Bogota? Bogota, I think. Yeah, got into an argument. Guys about the own goal, and they mm-hmm. shot him outside the nightclub. People oh. say that uh, Pablo Escobar ordered the hit, but I, who knows? Wow. Yeah, they were mad at him because he scored an own. No goal wonder. No wonder soccer is like the fifth most important sport here. <laughs> yeah. You imagine that a guy misses a free throw and you'd, you'd take him out back of the nightclub and beat him to a pulp or worse. I, I mean, I, come I, on. I can't imagine being one of the Mexican players right now and having come that close that many times to getting through, oh. and then as the game is just about to end. Yeah, Saudi the Arabia soccer the soccer gods are cruel. And Michael, I'm with you. They've got to change this offsides oh, rule. It's it just kills the sport. If the US they'd have had their third goal. If the US wins got, this, if three. the US wins this championship, where does that put that in the pantheon of sports? Greats and well, I, oh, it's it goes down be, as one of the greatest. No, no, it, it, it replaces it replaces the U.S. hockey team as the greatest upset in American sports history. Yeah, if if the the Americans. Winning, they're not supposed to be even in the conversation. Okay, but hold, hold on a winning. second. I got a question, and I really don't know the answer. I'm genuinely okay. asking you guys. When the 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team w- won the Olympics, yeah, they were certainly not the best team in that tournament. But they, they were, were picked to win the bronze. They were in medal. Qual- right. The Americans are not one of the three or four no. best teams. No, they're they're, they're way no. further down the list, right? Yeah. Matter of fact, they weren't even picked to make it out of the group stage. Yeah, they lose to Netherlands. You're still walking away saying, "Hey, that's a good World Cup for the United States." Well, right? I mean, Nobody's- frankly, there there are lots of World Cups we aren't we don't even qualify for, including mm-hmm. the last the last one. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I know. I, yeah, I was we- ready to come in here. Yeah yesterday and basically say i'm not watching the men anymore i'm only gonna watch the women because well, we watching win. the women win. yeah watching the women <laughs> although okay so i've always been an advocate for equal pay for the men's and women's soccer teams because the it's a unique situation and the women have done so much more to promote the game than the men have but then somebody uh uh tweeted at me yesterday and said okay ireland if you're so into equal pay would you be in favor of NBA, WNBA, equal pay. And I think it's a different situation in the sense that the men are the ones in basketball who have grown the sport, in which is my whole argument for why the women deserved equal pay. Mm. But I can't get to an equal pay um, argument that works for the WNBA should be paid as much as the NBA. How about you guys? Well, first of all, I need to know the economics of the soccer yeah, side. Yeah, I was looking up too. How, yeah. how much Okay, so this will give, right. give you guys one example. I think the men's World Cup generates $10 billion around there. They women's, should get the same percentage of the money that's generated. Yeah, so World this Cup's is like the first year they've agreed to equal pay. Each team, the men's team and the women's team, when they made it out of the group stage, got $6.5 million. So $6.5 million to the to men. The, okay. U.S. men, $6.5 million to the U.S. women, $13 million total. The last two Women's World Cups that the U.S. won, 15 and 19, 
combined, they only made six million. So this one check they're going to get from the men is bigger than, than the last they, two, than the yeah, last I, two I, combined. I get that, and I'm. But if League A generates round numbers, ten billion, right? And League B generates. 10 million that's WNBA they, they, NBA. that's what I mean then the equal pay arguments no, asinine but in soccer <laughs> that's but, not real life no, but Michael, not how Michael in soccer I think it works because the women have done so much more to grow do the they game generate the as much revenue well, as the men I'm trying to find no, that out. no not even the, close not even the close. World Cup the women's World Cup does generate a lot of revenue it's not on par with the, no, the men I, yeah but, but I think it, is, I it think, is a huge amount I, yeah. well, but I, I think it's millions compared to billions so how about yeah. equal percentages of the pot sure. well I think that's where I think that's where they landed. Yeah, that seems so. Fair. Individually, the men are going to get way. bigger salaries, which yeah. is what goes on in the WA and the NBA. But only I would have no problem. The bigger pool of money is right. bigger. That's it. It's the, the, for yeah. no other reason. I would. I. I don't, Michael, what did what do NBA players get roughly? What did Clay get last year for winning the title? What did each one of those uh, Warriors they, players they, get? They don't get as much as basket baseball players, but they probably got three hundred thousand bonus for getting all the way to the finals of winning. So I would give that to the women. I'd say, look, you know, we're sure. we own the WNBA. You, the men and the women get the same pay, but don't Clay may. Players should give it to the women? No, no. You, the NBA should give it the to league? the WNBA players. But but I would not say, like, what would Clay make Wait this year? You said a WNBA player should the, the, get the same, same 300000 as the men got? For winning it. Yeah. If you Did you win see it. how many people were at the WNBA championship? Like 5,000. Right, you can't do that. Well, wait a minute, though. What? How do you then? How do you even make an argument for equal pay for men and women? There's a big there. There's a big enough pool in the NBA where that is nothing. Right, Michael. That I'm not nothing. saying like what did Clay? What's Clay's annual salary this year? Forty. All right. Nobody in the WNBA is no, making the, that. The highest is two twenty eight. Right. So, give him a payment. Th- give him a payment for winning it, and then and then it, the disparity exists in the annual salaries. That's what I would do. Hey, they work five months a year, man. <laughs> Doing fine. Five months. You know what the average American makes? Not enough. Thank you. <laughs> and they got to work 70 hours a week, 12 months a year. Mason yes. in Ireland with Michael Thompson coming up next. Go, Argentina. Thanks, Lino. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ah! 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 All right. Uh, what's up, people? It is uh, Wednesday. No, I'm not off today. Well, that's why they told me to come in early. They say Mace isn't going to show up. Oh, no. Well, that's no, just what I... everyone thought. Yeah. That's, <laughs> was, that the, was that the betting favor? Yeah. Was I wasn't going to be here? Yeah. Right. We all thought you were going to do what you did yesterday, and that is announce at 6 in the morning that you're out. Yeah, I don't know what so, what is the good time to announce that you're out. If day you're before out all night coughing. Day before. Yeah. No, I got bad last night. I'm on. I'm almost as medicated as you are, John. That's impossible. Yeah. But no, I, um, got, I got the thing that sprays down the throat. This thing that sprays up the nose. I got an antibiotic. I you got sound good. Nyquil. You sound got, like yourself. It, it's starting to come back. It's starting to come back. I'm starting to feel feel much much better. Good. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad to be back. And uh, yeah, the the World Cup has just has been. Fix, I can't turn it off. Yeah, I mean, and I don't so know good. any of the players. It doesn't matter. It's the weirdest attraction. It's like I'm, I've, I've got it on. I'm interested in who's winning, and and uh, I couldn't tell you two guys on every team. You know, yeah, it's, no, me either, me either. It's just, it's kind of after a while you settle into it. It's almost like, by the way, it's great when you're stoned. It's just hypnotic. <laughs> it's up and down, and it's up and down. And it's just like it's there's a flow. So wait, game, wait a minute. Really beautiful. You're sick, but you still get stoned. Does isn't I, that counterproductive? Uh, it is not. It is oh, okay. Not. You want to be exactly stoned if you're doctor. sick. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I don't. I do not want to be feeling the feelings that I was. Gotcha. Feeling. And also, it's a um, gummy. It's a gummy, and it's, it's not. It's a gummy. Smoking. I'm not smoking. I don't. Yeah. I don't smoke anymore. I get um, so Jorge is here. It was yeah. his birthday yesterday. Happy 
happy yeah, day after well, your birthday. Yeah, happy, yes. happy day after. Uh, happy day late. Did you drink the tequila? Did you break the seal? Uh, I had a couple shots. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Thank um, you. Guys. You have your Team Mexico jersey on. Yeah. I said before you got in that I think one thing that will irk fans of Team Mexico is that we advanced and they didn't. Yeah. Am I right? Yep, you're absolutely right. And that's because Team USA plays with no pressure. Right. No pressure whatsoever. Yeah, they, if they, they lose, everybody exactly. goes, we suck. It's cool. Yeah. But Mexico, like, they have this curse of the fifth game. They make it out of the group stage. They advance, but they never get that fifth game. And now they didn't even get past the group stage. It's just yeah. So this coach is out. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. he's Argentinian. He's, yeah, so he's they'll done. they'll find some. This is yeah. the first time that Mexico hasn't gotten out of the group stage in forty four years. Uh-huh. In forty four years. Yep. Oh boy, those guys might wow. have to. Those guys might have to fly home on a cargo plane. <laughs> wow. You know, they gave wow. those. They gave uh, Saudi Arabia Rolls Royces for beating yeah. Argentina. These <laughs> guys get home. They ride home on a mule. You know, it's like, wow. <laughs> that, that, hey, make them walk. Shoot, don't give them anything. Don't give them anything. Make them walk. Um, hey, but I have two hail fellow well mets in oh, the last no. 10 minutes. It's No, in the last two. 10 minutes, two people have exited. Well, that, that I've become aware of. Yeah. First one, Christine McVie, Fleetwood Mac, oh. dead oh, at 79. Yeah. Christine Come McVie. On. You know, Fleetwood Mac was touring. Yeah. As recently as this year. Um, so she passed away. And John Hadle, the old Rams quarterback, yeah. just passed oh, away. Oh, yeah. No, the old at 82. Chargers, Chargers rate quarterback. He's well, no more for the Chargers. No, he was, but he was a Rams quarterback after. He was, uh, quarterback. He was Chuck Knox quarterback, which is the worst thing to be in the world because then all you do is turn around and hand and it off. And off to Lawrence McCutcheon. Yeah. Oh, there's a third one as of uh, 20 minutes ago. Who? The Mexican national team. <laughs> oh, man, they're out. They always come in threes. Always come in threes I can say that. I can say yes. that. <laughs> yes, you can. If I say it, I get uh, canceled. So I wanted to uh, uh, today. Okay, let me just throw this out there. Um, I was offered, and I'm not going to say who, okay. John. I'm not going to say who in my very high-level fantasy basketball league. Okay. They offered me this trade. Anthony Davis for Nikola Jokic. Now, on the surface, at the beginning, I thought, oh, yeah, AD, he's tearing it up. He's tearing it up. He's unbelievable. He's playing at an all-time career best level. Uh, But Jokic is kind of a machine. Um, Would you bet on AD the rest of the year? Because I think AD, if he stays healthy and if he does what he's doing – He's, he's a better player for fantasy purposes okay. than Jokic is. Well, this will help you make the decision. Does your league award any points for defense, like block shots, steals? Block shots, steals. You block d- shots and steals. Okay. Jokic is a great player. Michael will back me up. Oh, yes. Yeah. He might be the best passing best big passing man I've ever, ever seen. Ever. Uh, but, Mace... He only plays one side of the court. Yeah. He doesn't defend. No. Now, the reason this particular conundrum is interesting is AD, how many games do you think AD is going to play this year? Because Jokic always plays a lot of games. Jokic is going to play 70 plus games. Micah, you think AD is going to play 70 plus games? Yes. How how many has he missed so far? Three. 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 Yeah, Yeah. he he missed no more. Three more. Um, so you makes that your only three more. Yeah, I think so. Out either out of rest or something. It, to me, it seems like they're not going to play him in very many back to backs. They've only played him in one back to back so far. But there's only eleven of those this year. So that's your dilemma, makes You've got to decide. Davis, if 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 they were both going to play the same amount of games, it's AD. Yes, because he does more things. I don't think they're both going to play the same amount of games. Yeah, I mean, AD's isn't he questionable for tonight? Or he's he's probable. He's probable, and, and AD LeBron and LeBron probable? are both probable. Yeah, uh, Troy Brown is doubtful with a foot thing. Yeah, you know the injury thing just sketches me out. I don't think I'm going to do that trade. I think I'm going to keep Nikola Jokic. Yeah, I. Well, by the way, I don't think you can lose in this scenario. I well, think no, you, you can lose for if you trade for AD and then he gets hurt. That's, that's true. How you lose. But I mean, you're getting a great play. I'd be happy with either one of those guys. Uh, they're both great players. Who is who's players. offering the – oh, you don't want to say who. Yeah, I don't want to say who. Okay. Yeah, because that would be part of it too. It, if it's like Sedano or Trudell, they don't respect your basketball intelligence, so they're okay. trying to swindle you. Let me tell you something. I am getting so many trade offers right now. Yeah, um, it's because they, they think say, you're – you know the old line about a poker table, if you can't spot the sucker, it's you. I they the think sucker. you're the sucker, but didn't you win it last year? I won last year. Yeah, that's that's I don't no re- That's no respect for your achievement. I'm not a dummy. I'm like adjacent. <laughs> I'm in the league adjacent after winning that league. So uh, I got this terrible feeling about Friday and this uh, championship game uh, about uh, USC and Utah. You know, ESPN's analytics say Utah's going to win. Yeah, it's USC minus three in Vegas. Utah uh, beat us 
52, 53, 52, I thought it was, was 45-44, something like that. Yeah, I think it's 52-51. Okay. Um, but, and Cam Rising is really good at quarterback, and Utah has, for whatever reason, had our number a little bit this year. I think if we win, we're in the playoff. Um, maybe even, uh, because we're playing a ranked team, uh, maybe we get help from, uh, from uh, you know, TCU drops one or one of these. But I just got a bad feeling about this game. It was 43-42 Utah, Utah okay, on October go. 15th. Um, yeah, one point loss. Now they get a chance to avenge it. I, I think, I mean, I think it's a, a game that USC uh, will win, but I'm extremely nervous about it. Extremely nervous. Yeah, Michael and I are going to miss that game because it's the exact same time as the Lakers-Bucks game. Good have it on oh. your iPad. Uh, well, we'll get yeah, we'll, we'll be able, we'll be able to keep one yeah, eye on it. Right. Can you can you keep one eye on it while you're doing the game? Sure. Yeah, that's what Three we do. Timeouts. That's what we do when the Warriors play. Michael sets yeah. up an iPad over to the side so he can keep one eye on Clay. Mm-hmm. Oh, got it. So, got it. Um, yeah, we could we could do it. But I I think USC wins that game. Well, did you hear the largest bet of the whole season in college football at any legit casino? Yep. was placed yesterday. I think it was at Caesars. A guy bet just under a million dollars on USC on the money line. So if USC wins, he he bet I think he bet $963,000 and if they wow. win on the money line he gets like 600 grand. So just straight up. He's not betting the spread. He's betting Correct. straight up. Correct. And and, uh, and he's and he's not getting a full payout if he wins. He's getting like 600 grand, which is You must have to be super rich to be doing things like yes, that. You have thanks. to be like <laughs> you got to you got to be able to set a you know a, a match to a pile of cash to be able to make a bet that big. Uh, you've got to be absolutely loaded. Is it like mega, mega rich people that are making bets like that? Because normally mega, mega rich people have their money in the stock market or wherever it is that they think they're going to be successful long term. This just has to be play money. Even if I felt better than I've ever felt about any game, yep. I would never bet that much money because I can't control it. Like, I, I thought US, the year you and I went to USC-Texas, Yes, I was absolutely 100% convinced USC was winning that game. Had I had Steve Ballmer money, I would have bet a lot of it on USC. Uh, I don't have that kind of money, so I didn't bet it, and I would have lost because Texas won that game. Yep. So I think USC is going to win on Friday, but who knows? You know, Utah is not terrible. That's no, sure. no, they're pretty good. I mean, they're I think they're 12th in the uh, college football playoff rankings right now. It's not like USC got a gravy train into the end of the season. I mean, UCLA, very tough game. Uh, Notre Dame had been playing really good football under Marcus Freeman. Uh, this week, Utah, very good. Uh, 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 rising. Uh, the quarterback is really good for them. Uh, I, I think it'll be a really tough game. I think USC wins, and I think we go to the playoff. And I think, and I, I think you sent this story yesterday, I don't think there's any way that uh, Caleb Williams doesn't win the Heisman Trophy. Now. Yeah, he's. I said yesterday, Mace, he's the best college quarterback I've seen since Andrew Luck. I think Andrew Luck was the best college quarterback I ever saw. Vince Young was close. Vince Young was like an unbelievable. Lamar Jackson was a really good college quarterback. Um, I just think Caleb Williams is is 2.0 on all those guys. I think I he's going to be a agree. great pro. Um, I don't even know who – Michael, what's the comp for Caleb Williams in the, the NFL? The comp is kind of How big is he? Mahomes. How big is he? He's bigger than Mahomes. Is he? He's 6'4"? He's uh, I'm going to look it up so I don't screw this up. Like he's about 6'1". The thing is, he's a good runner. He's fast. And he's got Jalen like, Hurts? Uh, but he's Jaylen taller Hurts than Hurts. Hurts is 6'3", 6'2", 6'3". Um, How big is Caleb? Caleb look like he's like unless he's look squatty. They say six one two fifteen. Yeah, he's little. Six one. So he yeah, maybe he's Mahomes like is the comp. Or no, Jalen Hurts. No, Mahomes is six four. Is he really? Yeah, Mahomes is I've tall. Maybe, next to him. I didn't think so. Maybe Russell Wilson is the comp. Yeah, a young Russell Wilson, something like that. He ran right. around a lot, but more like Jalen Hurts. Hurts is a smooth runner, can pass. So this, that's what he reminds me of. I heard Hurts somebody talking on ESPN size. the other day. Caleb can't go into the draft because he's only a sophomore. Correct. He should, he, if, should, he should sue them. If he could, he'd be the number one pick. Now he's a, he's a true yeah. sophomore. Right. Yeah, true sophomore. He, he, he played as a true freshman at Oklahoma. When and are they going to change that stupid archaic rule? Well, I think in football it's because of body maturity. They but don't it, want anybody that's eighteen oh, going on. into. Have the, you seen uh, Zach Wilson's body? He looks like a male model. <laughs> 
You can, well, Zach Wilson's going to be out of the league in yeah, a I, year. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to make it um, very long. He may have to turn to modeling at some point. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I have no problem with this particular rule, although Caleb Williams could certainly – I mean, I think he'd be the exception to the rule. I think he could step into uh, an NFL locker room and be successful today. But uh, good for us. We got him for another year. Uh, and I got this nugget came in. Uh, there is another Oklahoma wide receiver – uh, this guy is named. Let me yeah, we talked name. about this yesterday. He's the number one wide receiver at Oklahoma, and he's entering the transfer portal. And it, it's rumored that he's coming to USC. Lincoln Riley recruited him to Oklahoma, right? So um, they're just Lincoln Riley is just, I mean, a shark. He should get some defensive guys too. Uh, he did last year. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, coming up next for you. Adam Sandler, I actually got to watch a movie that Adam Sandler was in, and I pulled a speech that I found to be very motivating, uh, plus another speech Adam Sandler gave, which was absolutely hilarious. Uh, this next segment is going to be devoted to Adam Sandler. Excellent. Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Everybody's in the house today. Michael Thompson's hanging out. Uh, I'm at home. Everybody else is at, uh, at work. Game tonight, Lakers uh, versus Portland tonight, 730 at uh, Crypto.com Arena. Lakers are actually, I've got them as five-and-a-half-point favorites. Well, i got to tell right? you, too, Mace, that was yeah. an exciting game against Pacers, man. Those, those two teams, even though the Lakers lost a heartbreaker, that was a fun game. Both teams played well. It was a fast-paced game. That kid, Neb Hart, I, I made the prediction. I remember I said, don't let Neb Hart get a shot. I said he's the one guy because he's been. And by the way, I've gone back and watched that play like three times. LeBron, he may even have gotten a fingertip on it. Mm -hmm. Nebhart got that off just in time. And Mace, it was a really fun night. Some kid hit a uh, a half court shot for seventy five thousand dollars. Jamie Murray, yeah, he was on NBA Today yesterday. Yeah, he came up with Michael and I and did an interview. Super nice guy. And then uh, Malika had him on yesterday. Um, the fan of the game was a Marine veteran woman who had a prosthetic leg who, when the camera went on her, she took her leg off, poured a beer in it, and drank out of her prosthetic leg. So there, there was a, a just a really fun atmosphere at that game, and then the Lakers just blew up yeah. a huge fourth quarter lead. Yeah. It was um, like a, it was like an ice sculpture. It was just like watching it the lead melt away mm-hmm. as it uh, as it fell apart. Um, I didn't know about the woman who drank the thing out of her uh, out of her leg. Yeah, it was That's great. I, you know, there once was a time where the Lakers probably like would have been. Oh, we can't put that on the on the scoreboard. And they they actually ran the other way too. They made her yeah. fan of the game. She got a standing ovation. That's it was right. really cool. Yeah, so that that was great. And by the way, cool. you, you mentioned Adam Sandler. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say something that people are going to think is crazy, but. Ninety percent of Adam Sandler movies are fantastic. They're not good. They're great. Think about it. You played something from The Wedding Singer. Yeah, that's a great movie. Great Happy movie. Gilmore, great movie. Fantastic. Big Daddy, great movie. Yes. I mean, it, he he has some duds. I'll give you that. Mr. Deeds, we could do without. Little yep. Nicky was bad, but ninety percent of the time, if Sandler's in a movie, it's, now which one did you watch? Um, I watched Hustle, yeah, which you, I had which, not seen. Which is great. Which is a great movie. Um, and nice Anthony Edwards performance. And then it's Juancho Hernan Gomez. Hernan Gomez, yeah, who, who was really good. And there's a bunch of NBA cameos in there. There's a former Laker assistant, Greg St. Jean, who's got a, he's the coach that leaves Hernan Gomez in the game when right. Adam Sandler's yelling at him to take him out. So I know a lot of people that were in that movie, but I thought that movie was great. Heidi Gardner from SNL yeah, in a in non-comedic it. role, and she I was great. I liked her very much. Yeah, I actually thought that movie was really, really good. I'm surprised I waited so long to watch it. I read an article about it yesterday because people are talking about Adam Sandler being up for an Oscar for that movie. Um, so here's a speech I want to play for you guys. Okay, so I have, let me tell you, I have two of them. One is comedian speech, and one is do you love this game? Which one do you want? Do you love this game is the speech. Okay, you this ready? This is from the movie, yes. Okay. Do you love this game? I mean, love it with your whole heart. Because if you don't, let's not even bother. Let's not open that door. They're just going to slam it right in our face. I love this game. I live this game. <laughs> 
And there's a thousand other guys waiting in the wings who are obsessed with this game. Obsession is going to be talent every time. You got all the talent in the world, but are you obsessed? Is it all you ever think about? Let's face it, it's you against you out there. When you walk on that court, you have to think, I am the best guy out there. I don't care if LeBron's playing. So let me ask you again. Do you love this game? Yes. Hmm. Uh, boy, you have, you have opened a door. I didn't know you were going to open today, but... Um, I love that obsession beats talent every time. Well, it's not true, but here's the thing. If you have talent... And, you, and you're obsessed. And you're obsessed, then you're Kobe. Yep. Um, then you're LeBron. Um, if if you can marry those two things he's talking about, rather he said, you know, obsession beats talent every time. I know guys who are obsessed with basketball. They're just not that good. They just don't have the talent right, that the other guys true. got. But, you know, you know who pops into my head, Michael? Mm. Bill Burka has had a lifetime. Oh, he's yeah. in his 90s. He's, yeah. he's just obsessed with the game. He loves the game. He, yep. he, you can sit next to Burt at, 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 in the media room, and he'll, you can talk to him about pick and rolls. You can talk to him about you know, the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, all the way up until today. He's What is he, Michael, now 94 Something and still like going? Yeah, still, still on the Laker payroll? Yep, still, still, that's still a guy, scouts. That's a guy who loves the game like Adam Sandler did in Hustle. Um, but the point I was going to make is, Mace, on every team in the league, there are guys who love the game yep. and are obsessed with it and all they think about is getting better. And there are guys that love the life. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. If you love the life, you're, you're the guy that can't shower fast enough to get out to a nightclub, that uh, are DMing Instagram models every day trying to hook up, um, who are the last ones to practice and the first one to leave. But they have so much talent that they can stay in the league for a few years. But the guys who get obsessed, and Michael, you talk about this a lot. I know it's a speech you've given to Clay and Trace, that you have to respect your body and Mm -hmm. your place in the game. In other words, the two best examples are Ronaldo and LeBron. At that age, look how high they're performing. Look at Ronaldo, look at the offer he just got at 37 years of age. And look at the amount of money LeBron puts into his body every year just training. I mean, that's that's, the secret of his success is that he invests in himself and he works out nonstop. Well, the other Um, thing LeBron always says that I, I think is really smart is he keeps the main thing the main thing. In other words... He knows that the business is going to follow the basketball. So that's why he spends a million dollars on his body and, and, and he's just a workout freak and he's doing things at 38 that nobody's ever done before because he prioritizes fitness and health above all else. I mean, the guy's house looks like a, a, a home gym with a cryo chamber in it. Yeah. So and, that's, and by the that's way, a good example. Uh, Sandler uh, is so good in that movie. That movie is produced by LeBron James and Maverick Carter. Yeah, I, I thought that movie was great. He's got another sports movie coming out next year um, in which he is I, – I, I'm trying to remember if he's a scout or an assistant coach, but he's going to stay in that genre and do another one next year. So Yeah, well, I hope, I hope they do. He, he's already being recognized for this part, John, um, and he was uh, recognized at the Gotham Awards in New York, which is like one of those places where all the yeah, showbiz celebrities get together and hand each other trophies. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Adam Sandler gave a speech, and here I'm going to play just a little bit of it. Um, he uh, says that he didn't want to write – the speech his daughters wanted to write the speech for him so here he is this is just a chunk of it him uh, accepting his award at the gotham awards earlier this week uh, daddy's Stanley film career be- began in 1988 <laughs> formed by two guiding principles people in prison need movies too <laughs> <laughs> And TBS needs content <laughs> to show between all them basketball games. <laughs> he went on to make the comedic classics Billy Madison. Thank you. Underrated. Abby Gilmore, The Wedding Singer, The Water Boy, Big Daddy. Which one is Big Daddy again? We asked him one time. 
The movie with the little cutie who grows up to be Cole and Dylan Sprouse? Daddy responded, I guess you could remember it as such. Or you could remember it as the movie that paid for this house. And your grandma's house. And your other grandma's house. Rob Schneider's house. And your braces. And Rob Schneider's braces. And that's just part of the speech. It is so damn funny. I, I just, I'm a huge Adam Sandler fan, and and he is he is more than just the uh, the guy that we've come to know from Happy Gilmore. And he's like a he's like a real actor. Like I love that speech that he gives. It's not exactly you fight for that inch, but it's a really good motivational speech. I think. Uh, so uh, anyway, I wanted to give a shout out. Some to of his non comedies are really good. Like I liked Uncut Gems a lot. Oh my god, Uncut Gems is unbelievable. That's did you a ever, crazy movie. Did you ever see Funny People? Funny People, I saw. That's a Judd Apatow movie. Yeah. Actually, Sue Kalinsky was in that. Yeah. So I I think uh, he's uh, Adam Sandler is is really underrated in terms of producing movies and that are that are good and rewatchable and fun. Yeah. Uh, all right. Coming up next for you, going to spin the wheel of questions, and then we'll hear from Charles Barkley about the World Cup. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. Okay, my wheel today, and... Huh. Yeah, I don't... I, we're going to have to talk this one through. Okay. If you were to travel 500 years back in time with only the clothes on your back, what would you do or say to prove that you were from the future? Hmm. So you travel back 500 years. That's wow. That's uh, so. That's back in the (laughs) 1600s. 1600s. 1700s. So you travel back to the 1700s. You're from 500 years ahead. How do you prove to somebody in the 1700s that you're from the future? 1500s. 1500s. Yeah. Yeah, So you would have to rely on your uh, knowledge of world history because you could you could tell them things that were that haven't happened yet. But they wouldn't know that. But but when those things happened, yeah, but that's not going to happen in their lifetime. No, no, but something from the 1500s. Well, what you what do you know that happened in the 1500s? That's a good question. See, <laughs> <laughs> you know, some, some kind of gadget you got to. Yeah, you, but you only have the clothes on your back. Clothes. Something, but even you these can, clothes. Something that you couldn't make. I was thinking something that you could make that would show that you. Oh. you Is were the ahead wheel? Of your time. Yeah, the wheels, wheels invented yeah, by the wheels invented. Fire, fire was, was discovered. Invented. We all yeah. have shoelaces on our shoes. Are they have shoelaces. 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 The Vikings and stuff had shoelaces to tie up their but shoes. Did they, Vike? I have a Mike golf shirt Vikings. on, so there's no such thing as golf back then, right? No. Oh, you don't know, golf was invented like hundreds of but years the ago. Clothes well, you're but not, wearing, the clothes you're wearing be a totally different style of theirs, so maybe that'll be the proof. Just yeah, it would be a total different style. That's true. Oh, I have a belt on. Your glasses, Michael. Yeah, what about your glasses? Well, they had glasses back in the 1500s. They were like, Did they have glasses back in the 1500s? Yeah, How do you know like, so much about the 1500s? <laughs> he was just guessing. He was born back was born then. I know about the Renaissance era. I watched that stuff. Plus, it's in movies. What about belts? Did they the have belts? Ages. Yeah, oh, yeah, they had belts, of course. I don't know. I don't know. I know nothing about the 1500s. No, they literally did live in caves. What do you mean? That was caves. How about my wallet? No, 1500 wasn't caves. 1500 was like lanterns and candles and stone houses and everything. When was medieval times? Okay, so I just Googled. So on the time. I just Googled stuff from the 1500s. Right. Okay. okay, here's okay. what came up. In 1500, the first flush toilets appeared. Okay, so that's off the board. Okay. <laughs> you can't make a flush toilet. 1510, Da Vinci designs a horizontal water wheel, and the pocket watch was invented. Oh, they already had a watch. Um, etching came in 1513. In oh, a pen, a pencil, a pen. In 1568, bottled beer invented in London. Damn, they were got at that early. Yes, yeah, huh? they were advanced civilizations. Um, map projection in 1569. What Couldn't you tell them the Earth I, is round? Could I have or a gun, did they already know the Earth? Could was I have round? a nine millimeter on me? <laughs> I bet you didn't have that. <laughs> Come back on, then, no? <laughs> bayonet, bayonet. Well, they had bayonets, yeah, yeah. swords and all that stuff. And, uh, they, and the Chinese had gunpowder. They, they probably have cannons and stuff. Okay. A microscope was invented. They in, already had a microscope in, in the 1500s? In 1590, it was invented. Wow. Galileo, in 1593, invented a thermometer. Now, just to close, you like you don't have any like paraphernalia. Yeah, like Jorge, have, Jorge had a good idea. If, did, does, if Jorge shows him his wallet. That yeah. Would, yeah. That uh, would only the, the people carry pouches. Back. People carry pouches. No, but inside your wallet, you have a credit card. They don't have that. Because, oh, you know, the average too. person, when you say you're from the future, will think you're crazy. Yeah, your, your ID. 
Exactly. Because they wouldn't have yeah, picture your, ID back your then. Your ID. Yeah. I don't think you can bring your ID, but I well, mean, basically. He said everything I'm wearing. Clothes, everything no, you're said, wearing. No, he said clothes on your clothes back. Clothes on your back. Yeah. Oh. And you got clothes your wallet your in your pocket. Yeah. Money. Yeah, yeah it would be it, really let's tough. Make it harder. No wallet. Just have your clothes. Just the clothes. Nothing yeah. else. You're going can through you TSA. Tell them like you're going through TSA. It's not TSA yet. <laughs> yeah. I saw like like you're going through TSA. Oh, how about this? The United States wasn't even born yet. That's right. How about this? I'm wearing jeans. I'm sure some of you are wearing jeans. Jeans were invented in 1873. Oh, yeah, that's oh. a good one. Yeah, like I said, the clothes have had to be your proof. Yeah. That the yeah, I think that's the only Otherwise, you're just an idiot ranting and raving about being from the future, right? <laughs> right. There's like no a, other way. Hey, I'm from 500 you're, years you're ago. You're Doc Brown from Back to the Future. If exactly. You, well, if you, came, if you were 500 years ahead, say 2,500, and you came back to now, what would you tell us? 2,500, and I came back to now? To the 20, so you've, to the you've 20 been up. 500 years yeah, ahead. in the future. Now you're back. Well, we don't know here. what the world's going to look like then. Well, that's what I'm saying. So what would you want somebody well, to tell you? Well, Mason's going to have a chip in his brain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want a chip in my brain. But, but he's going to be killed by a robot San Francisco rogue police robot. No. Boy, we're getting to that story, too. <laughs> <laughs> we're ga- I told you guys that's coming. I told you RoboDog is coming. And we told you that they would start killing people. And, and did and you see they approved deadly force? Yes, what? I'm good with that. What are you talking about? I'm totally good with it. It's a remote control. It's a joystick. Yeah. It's somebody in a in a room. Actually, it's wait an till officer. What, wait till the bad guys get control of that joystick. It's a police officer on remote control operating this dog that has a, hopefully doesn't have to use lethal force. But would you approach a jewelry store and try to rob it if you saw a robo dog outside? No. Just wait for those wires to cross just a little bit and all of a sudden it, it turns, turns around and I starts mean, shooting the police officers. Yeah, but Mace, you say it's a police officer. I mean, as we learned from George Floyd, sometimes the police officers are bad guys. And now you're giving them a robot killer dog. Yeah, I I feel like it's, it's safer... Um, to uh, to the officers if they're operating a robo dog as opposed to going out. Well, there that's themselves. true. Yeah, they'll shoot the robo dog instead of Michael. Like, do you un- do you understand this concept? It's a it's a robot dog. Uh-huh. It's it looks a little intimidating. Yeah. Um, and it's it's armed. Okay. So you can plant so it that can dog. Kill you. And yeah. San Francisco is going to deploy them with with in order that they are approved to use deadly they force. They are approved to use deadly force. The only time I would see those used is if you got to go into a situation where there's hostages and someone's shooting, but like just to stop somebody on the street or if there's like in danger of the public, yeah, I don't mind going into a, into a house where you don't have to send an officer in there and risk getting shot. Send a robot in and take the perpetrator out. I don't I don't have any problem with that. Yeah, I don't I don't either. It's I like, like the, if- it's like we use drones now to kill terrorists, Ireland. You're not against that, are you? No. There you go. I mean, if there's a park where everybody's dealing drugs, if you put a robo dog there, doesn't that eliminate it completely? Yeah, you don't want to shoot them. Yeah, though. but what, you want to kill the drug <laughs> No, but but you're on camera all the yeah, time. Wherever right. the yeah. robo dog is, yeah. you're on camera. It will deter there's an officer crime. looking yeah. at you. It will deter crime, sure. Yeah, I think it'll you. be an excellent deterrent. Yeah. I think Mason's going to buy one of these robo dogs and just sick it on his enemies. You're, you're just going to use it as a spy. How about that? Like somebody somebody wrongs you, you send the robo dog over there you send to make the robo their dog life a living hell. Yeah. Very intimidating. You could have <laughs> sent the robo dog in to get that uh, beeper. Uh oh, the next door? Next door, yeah. You're still a B and E. Still a B and E. Really? Yeah. How are yeah. you gonna prosecute the dog though? Uh, you're right. Uh, somebody, whoever's operating the dog is the one that's at no, fault. You can right? say it's the dog, a little bit like a drone. Nope, you could just say the dog went rogue. The dog went rogue. rogue. On its own. You lost control of the dog. Some uh, some kind of electrical mix up. Yeah, I'm telling you, you guys are you guys are technophobes, Michael. You sound a little more open to it than these. Oh guys. yeah, I love these technology. These guys are scared to death. Yeah, I love technology. Yeah, robot dogs. If they can, like I said, they've already got drones that uh, that can hover over terrorists and take them out. So if you got something like this to help stop crime, I'm all for it. What yeah, you when you think you about love that, technology. You need me to get the NBA <laughs> app on your iPad. That's true, <laughs> but I love it when it happens when I can make it work. <laughs> That's right. Like the technology we didn't have on our flight from San Antonio. Yeah. But oh. Whenever Michael has like a technological breakdown, I, I start explaining to him, I just, just give me your phone. Yeah. And I hand it back to him. Here, watch the game. Exactly. Um, yeah. I got a couple of tweets here. Jay says, tell Mace to stop reading from his list of questions from last year. Let me tell you something, Jay. <laughs> you try day after day, five days a week, come up with a new hypothetical question. It's very easy. I think they're in the rinse and repeat mode, aren't they? <laughs> well, we definitely have doubled up on questions over the years. Yeah, I mean, sure. it's, it's, it's new. We have different answers when they come up. Uh, here's uh, on Caleb uh, Williams. Uh, this is uh, Mahomes is 6'2", 225 oh. with a four eight zero time. Mario, uh, Mario, uh, Caleb Williams is 6'1", 215 with a 4.5740 time. Oh. 
So the, the size is comparable, height is comparable, um, and, and potentially Caleb is a little bit faster. Um, here's uh, Jonathan Watson. I like Caleb, but he's not the best quarterback in USC history. It's Matt Leinart, a Heisman and a champion. Let's see how Caleb does uh, at the end of his first season. Well, Caleb's about to get the Heisman. Yes. They're going to be in the running for the title. And, and he's right. If you're measuring this on team success, all right, like how – how good was your team when you were the quarterback? Matt Leiner is arguably not just the greatest USC quarterback in history, but the greatest college quarterback ever. He started for two years. The first year they won the national title and he won the Heisman. Right. The next year they went 12-0 and until they lost to Texas in the final game. I think his record as a starter was something like 23-1. and Yeah, but did he put up great numbers or he's just part of a great, great team? He Probably part of a great numbers. team. That's that's the point I'm trying to make. That if you measure it by team success, this guy's right. Matt Leinart, you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that did as good as he did. But, but in terms true. of just being a quarterback and being a specimen and being that athlete, I think that Caleb Williams uh, is a better athlete right. than Matt. Caleb Leinert. is this year. Caleb threw for more touchdowns, fewer interceptions, and ran for more yards than Matt ever did. Mel Kiper said that the greatest quarterback he ever seen was um, Andrew Luck at Stanford. Well, I said the same thing, but the yeah. Andrew Luck didn't have any team success. Well, they never even he played didn't have in the, the players around him. Matt, Matt, imagine if Andrew Luck was on that team with, that Matt Leinart had. Right, but that's what I'm saying. What what determines if you're a great college quarterback? If your team wins, or if you put up if you up carrying a team numbers. on your back, which Andrew Luck did at Stanford. Matt right. Ryan, as good as he was, but he I would didn't argue Caleb that. Williams is doing that. Yeah, you know he's. But spreading I, the I'll ball tell you the thing about Caleb Williams is he doesn't he doesn't have Reggie Bush and he doesn't have yeah exactly uh, uh, Lendell White. Yeah. He doesn't have those horse running backs. Right, especially now since uh, Travis Dye is out and he's still finding a way to do it. I mean USC will score with anybody, and I've never seen anybody more calm and composed in the pocket as Caleb Williams. Mace, it almost behooves USC for the play to break down. 100%. Um, That's when Caleb gets really dangerous. Like, in a a straight drop back What does he run like? Um, Does he run like uh, Jalen Hurts, who's very deceptive in his running? Yeah. He's he's not as elusive as Lamar, is he? No, he's not as fast as Lamar, but he's, he's... I would argue as elusive. Yeah, like you can't bring him down. He never gets hit. And what happens is when he's when he scrambles around enough, and you know he he eats up yard. You know he runs fifty yards. He takes huge the line strides too. Uh, huge strides, and uh, all of a sudden the the receivers all break to their own patterns, and then it's just like playing catch. Hey, I'm going to go to this spot, and Caleb throws it to that spot. They're almost better once the play all sort of dissolves and falls apart, because then Caleb is able to find guys like Addison and Mario Williams and those guys and Rice and all those guys uh, in in their own patterns trying to make a play. Hey, so, Mace, here's some potentially good news for you. This okay. is from Arash. He just tweeted at Arash Markazi. Okay. Friday's Pac-12 championship game between USC and Utah is the most expensive on record, according to brokers. The average ticket price is $177, 36% higher than last year's game. But here's the good news. 67% of all purchases are coming from California only 7% from Utah. Nice. So the game's at the Raiders Stadium in Vegas, but it, it sounds like it's going to be more like an SC home game. Yeah, a lot of Trojan fans making the trip to uh, Vegas for the weekend. I, I, Vegas is a much better spot than, I think they had it at Levi Stadium up north. Yeah, I uh, would put it at SoFi, but now they probably won't because SC and UCLA are leaving. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, all right, uh, coming up next for you, Charles Barkley, all in on the U.S. men's national team. We will get to that. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN.